0: Happy Friday, beautiful people. Thank you for tuning in to Align with Plants, Align with Health. This is Lenita. Beautiful day in the desert. I had a dream last night (laughs) and... There's some other things going on in my life currently that I really just felt like I needed to share with my audience and my friends here on Align with Plants, Align with Health. So today is a special edition, Friday super bonus episode. Not going to be long. I had a dream last night, and I don't dream much at all. I've had a few dreams over the last, really, eight years since I became a mother. Um, I dreamt a little bit more in the beginning of mothering years, though once those babies came to back-to-back especially, there was very little time to sleep. So I didn't sleep for much more than two hours at a time for years, and my dreams just kind of went away. I became even a, a deeper daydreamer, which I've always been, but my daydreaming skills strengthened as well even but my night dreams started to slow, and especially my nightmares. I used to have consistent nightmares throughout even my adult years. But they've all really slowed. And I had a dream last night, <laughs> which is super exciting, even just for my dream self to be able to relax, in a sense, in, in sleep. Though it was a pretty powerful dream, and especially as, as I'm awake now for more and more hours and processing it, it was in the place that all of my dreams are at, just about. I mean, not all of them, but a large majority of my dreams have always taken place in my mother's mother's home in San Diego. Uh, my grandmother's home, it was, which numerically the address adds up to 22, which is a really big number for me. Uh, it's a number that signifies home and not only home, but some safe feeling of home. My grandmother's home was the place that, and I believe I talked about this on the show before, but it was the place that I felt, I felt safe. And my home, my mother's home, uh, not only did I not feel safe there, but I also felt some level of shame for being from what I was from. I had Tumultuous childhood, a lot of really personal things done to me, choices made by my parents and my environment that, you know, very much so affected and things that were done to me and to my sister as well, but especially to me that although I was confused about as a child, I also knew were really messed up. I had this internal awareness that, you know, almost like, um, and this is a bit, in, uncalled for in terms of the saying that I'm going to use, but almost like trailer park type trash, you know, in terms of the stereotype, like I felt like this trashiness in my soul because of what I was from and how I felt about going home and just the energy and the feeling of home and how scared I was of being at home. And I've never really even said that vocally until right now, until today, because what I realized in my dream last night was that I was standing in front of my grandmother's home, this home that always made me feel safe, that I always wanted to run away to. I wanted to run and escape to this home as a child to escape the feelings of shame that I had for my own childhood and my own, my my home, my mother's home. I wanted to run, and my grandmother's home was always the safe place for me to go. Uh, So I would go there, and I would spend time there, and I never really wanted to leave, you know, um, so I'm in my dream and I'm standing in front of her home, which I visited just last year, uh, number 22, and it feels good and it feels like home and it feels like it always does and it feels peaceful and it feels like home. And then there's the neighbor's house. <laughs> so when I was young, there was a neighbor that lived there that had another, ch- that had a child and it was an older child. And he was so cool. He used to build things in the backyard and I used to always want to hang out with him. So, that neighbor's house was always attractive to me. And there were new energies though. It wasn't the neighbors. I mean, they were the neighbors in the dream, but it wasn't the old school neighbors. There was a new energy in that home. And they were still though in my modern life and in my modern awareness. And it's pretty deep. Like I I even know who they are (laughs) or who one of the energies is for sure. Uh, They were luring me away from my home and there was this energy of, you know, they almost wanted to, to do it because they thought that I still felt shameful of where I was from or of what I am attached to or of what I love or of my home, you know, of 22, of my energy of where I'm from. Um, or of seven, the energy of where I'm from, or of all of it, right? They they were luring me or attempting to lure me in this ideology and this thought that I was still shameful, that I was still who I was then, and I'm not. Now, although that was the energy that they were luring me, and there was also a lot of really cool energy that they were, that it was, there was the, there was an intention there of, hey, we're going to do it in this way so that you come because we're going to act within, like, that because we believe those that's how you still see the world. But at the same time, it wasn't um, a negative calling. They weren't calling me in any in any negative way or any self-detrimental way. It was just they were using those that energy to attract me because they believe that's still what I vibrated on. I just don't. And I didn't end up going in the dream that day. I ended up just standing actually in front of the two homes and processing and realizing that I'm not shameful anymore. I'm not ashamed of where I'm from. I'm not ashamed of who I am, of my home, of the energies that have produced me and have birthed me. I do have a crazy story and I look forward to sharing it on a large scale someday so that people can know that healing is real, unconditional love is real, and at the deepest levels, we truly are, well, from my perspective, at my deepest levels, we truly are Avatars of our higher beings and of higher, higher beings. And up there in the high, the next level up, we're, we're processing together major cycles of existence. That's what we do together up there. We process major cycles of existence. We actually create the major cycles of existence together in these higher uh, levels and frequencies and realms going, you know, farther and farther, not necessarily up as up versus down, but, um, you know, deeper. We're working these things out above head. And so for me, I'm able to now as a woman, as a mother, as a soul, okay. Just as a human being, as a, as a being with existence and awareness, I'm now able to, See my mother as, and have been able to for a long time now, actually, but, uh, in comparison to when I was a child, I see my mother, her house, and the energy that birthed me as courageous energy, as energy of courage and of strength and of power. Because Lenita couldn't sit here, <laughs> let me not do it being third person. Well, but I mean it in terms of Lenita, like who I am, who I represent, you know, in my day to day experiences my energies, my frequencies, uh, what I'm putting out and what I'm receiving, this being would not be who she is and would not participate in the world at the levels that she does. Had it not been for my mother, had it not been for my mother's fiery, impulsive Aries, you know, springtime energy, Um, Had it not been for the numbers of my life and of the experiences of my life and of the shame of my life, I would not be who I am today. And this really is what, you know, again, for me, this is really what enlightenment truly is. This is what all of the sages are, are, you know, maybe not, maybe if we got little, well, I wonder if the baby, the child sages are real and they kind of always go through life um no i i wish you guys could understand what i'm thinking (laughs) everybody's going through challenges even the the baby sages. i mean everybody's going through it right and as the children uh what's even more challenges that the world you know puts experiences onto you at least it seems but it's it's where the enlightenment really is it's our heart soul mind realization our unity our rejoining of awareness and of realization that every single thing that happens is a necessary event for the next event. And I speak about it often. I I try to express it and explain it in many different analogies, dreams, you know, um different stories, different frames of references, different perspectives. I'm going to continue to open and widen my perspective so I can so I can continue to share this because at the end of it, this is this is what we're looking at. Um, every single thing, the dark and the light happens because of intention of, you know, of the need of it, of its experience itself so that other experiences can happen. And so my childhood was preparation for my adulthood and that's really dope. Um, the dream was beautiful and I just wanted to get the energy out of it really even, even for myself of processing. (laughs) Because I woke up with very heavy, uh, heavy truths and heavy awarenesses, and, but also really light. And I'm ready. Um, as I was standing in between those two houses or in front of those two houses, what I realized is, again, not only am I not, am I no longer shameful, do I feel like I need to run away from home, I have an understanding of home, a compassion for home, an openness for home, an awareness that home is not always the most comfortable situations because that's what pushes you and prepares you for for leaving. Um, the outside is cool too, right? The outside's gonna have its ups and downs, its dark side and its light side. Those neighbors had a dark side and a light side. <laughs> it was very Gemini energy, okay? Like they were using my own energies to lure me, um, but not in a negative way, again, just in an awareness of what could be used. But they just didn't know I upgraded. Um, and maybe they'll come back because I upgraded. Um, I no longer am attracted by the lure for like my own safety. I don't, I, I'm not looking, it can't, I can't be lured away anymore. There's nothing to be lured away from. There's enough of me and of energy and of space and of time and of presence and essence for all of it. And there are many soul contracts that we have out here in life, you know? Anyone who's hearing my voice right now, you and I have a soul contract. We are intended to inspire and influence each other in some way, shape or form. You just being here to listen is inspiration for me. And I know that what I'm, what you're hearing is doing, is doing it for you as well or or is leaving you some level of inspiration. Even if it's just to share your voice. We have soul contracts. Though so our our souls are, are truly one, soul is one. So the soul contracts are merely to just create certain experiences. There's no, we're abundance in truth. There's no limitation on the amount of soul contracts we can have and the amount of work that we can do here. There really is no limitation at all. The only limitation is something that you're going to set within your own mind, which is another thing that I'm breaking free from, is my own limitations, I no longer need to be fearful because home isn't perfect or because home has some level of shameful activities or whatever it is. Home is preparing me for the real world because the real world is going to have that too. And my personal path, I'd much prefer home to shape, mold, to shape and mold me at least be from energies that I vibrate with instinctually, you know, then it to happen in the real world, not in the real world, but you know what I mean? Like next door at the neighbor's house. Like if I'm going to be ashamed or I'm going to be embarrassed, let's ha- let's let it happen at home, you know, let home teach me so they can put me out into the world and I can do my best work. So I don't know if this is going to make sense to you. <laughs> it's really processing from a dream. I also wanted to tune in with, to my audience and um, just give you guys a little update on the show. I have recently, within the last couple of months, started doing a Facebook live cooking show. The last couple of weeks I joined, or a sister of mine down in Atlanta joined the show. We've made a couple of, done a couple of episodes together and they're really doing well on Facebook. They're moving around and getting a lot of um, energy, energetic movement. And what I'm realizing, again, that abundance and that realization that you can shift at any moment and and, and not leave behind where you come from, but always be open to new, is I got to give the people what they want. See, I want to sit here and talk to you guys about the dreamiest of dreamiest things that I think about all day long. I truly am a soul that was born to share those secrets with others. And I feel freer every time I get those things off of my chest. The challenge is, is it's really, I need a very intimate bond in order to do that. So this podcast has, has almost provided a space for that intimate bond. And when I, Thank you all for continuing to tune in and show show that you're interested in in my experience and my perspective and support and encourage it just through listening. Um, When I tell you guys thank you, I really mean it because you're giving me, gifting me the opportunity towards freedom. I need to get this stuff out. But I also need to give the people what they want. I have three young children. I have a lot of work that I want to do on the earth and although mother teresa is a a guru and a guiding light for me and i know that this woman made massive generational change without ever really following or chasing uh current trends money economics etc she tuned into the abundance of our real earth and survived in those realms and i'm sure she also functioned in a lot of other things that you know you never know about but although she is a, a guiding light for me, I'm not a nun. I have three children, <laughs> and I I have to make myself an income separate from my own family. I have to branch out. And those times are here, Jupiter's and Sagittarius. It's time for me to establish myself um, on my own individual path. And it looks like what the people really want from me and what my friends have always asked for and what people at the end of the day always ask for they really maybe appreciate that I'm a little different and I see the world differently and that's cool, but they really just want my recipes. They want to know what I cook. They want to know how I cook it and they want to cook it. <laughs> and I get it because we eat every day, multiple times a day. And if we really do want to make major shifts, any real true shifts in our lives in a spiritual awareness way, we need to change what we're eating. We need to increase the frequency of foods that we bring into our body. We don't necessarily need to actually um one can attain a enlightenment without eating high vibrational foods because we are the vibration ourselves, so it doesn 't necessarily equal that though if you 're not on that particular sage path yourself with the ability to summon those energies and those frequencies not through food and not through plants. Once you shift to that diet, you're going to be rising your vibrations using them as tools, literally, right? So you don't, you don't have access to your own tools to do it. So you use plants and, and high vibing foods to do it for you. So I get it. And I have a lot of high vibing recipes to share. So we are, uh, gonna take it the next step and focus a little bit more on, on this live Facebook show. We're calling it Healing Kitchen with Lenita and Taryn. If you're not following us on Facebook, please sign up for or follow Align with Plants on Facebook. I'll be posting new episodes of Healing Kitchen with Lenita and Taryn every Friday. Um, you can also follow me on Facebook. I do my personal page, Lenita Nash, is is a personal page. I share my personal journey. I'm more so attempting to inspire uh, my close sphere. Um but I'm saying all that to say, I'm also going ahead and wrapping aligned with Plants, aligned with Health. Season seven is going to be the last season of the podcast. We're going to have the last show be June 25th next month and go into summertime starting a new podcast with my plant sister and now co-show host of Healing Kitchen, Taryn Lewis of Urban Eden. Which is a natural plant-based vegan beauty care line and soap business. You got to check them out. She was actually on the show before. Um, we're going to be starting a a new podcast called Healing Kitchen with Lenita and Taryn, where we're combining her world of plant-based beauty, bath, lifestyle products with my world of plant-based food. And healing tinctures. And actually, Taryn is also um, a great herbalist. And we'll, we have, we overlay within the the plant herbalism and we'll be really bringing our two lifestyles that are a little bit different, but also pretty much the same together into a new show. So by the time the last show comes, I will have information on where the new show is going to be hosted at, how you'll be able to find us. But it will be called Healing Kitchen with Lenita and Taryn. And it's going to be super dope. Um, it's going to take the Healing Kitchen show, live Facebook show where we will share one recipe a week and go more in-depth about either what we talked about that week or particular foods, superfoods, plants that are healing us, how we can cook them, how we can use them, where we can find them, et cetera. So it'll be more lifestyle-based, not as rigid as this show was where I really wanted to keep the integrity of the show about aligning with the healing powers of plants through interdependence, diversity, and nourishment. Uh, which is the the message of the food forests, and this show is is going to be wrapped up as a complete you know essay almost on that and on my perspective of it at least for two years. Um, it's these three principles that all ecosystems are based on, and it doesn't matter if we're aware of them or not. It's what's happening. As we become more aware of them, we too function within these relationships in healthier ways. The food forest in the city is a living, breathing, growing, self-sustaining example for humanity of how to create healthy ecosystems, which i.e. are cities, households, relationships, marriages, mother-father relationships, body. Okay. Just your internal body, your cellular body. And that's that. That's where, that's where that shows energy was. And that message is going to continue on, though what I'm doing is finding new ways to share that message with a wider audience um, so that we can really help as many people as possible align with the healing powers of plants. That's the work here. So I'm super excited about the new show, about working with Taryn closer, building with her, um, pulling our spheres together, and just growing the message and the movement uh, we will actually have a show tonight, live, 7 p.m.-ish Pacific Standard Time on Facebook. You actually do have to find Lenita Nash, though, and follow me there so that you can watch the epi- episode. We're making plant-based rainbow enchiladas. They're going to be delicious. Uh, but the show will be up for later or for viewing later. And, yeah, guys, we're going to have a couple books coming out. I have an ebook uh, transitioning to a plant-based lifestyle coming out. We're going to bundle it up with um a beauty care or healing with herbs for the body with taryn and a lot of exciting things i'm really excited for the rest of 2018 and 2019 and and the healing work that is to come and that is real and that's happening so it was in my heart to reach out to you guys share with you the updates on the show because i love you and i appreciate you and it's season seven and we're going to end on the 25th which is the energy of the seven and in an 11 year Um, in the sixth month, which is six, nine beginning and endings, the numbers are all right, guys. (laughs) If you've been listening to me for a couple years, you, you get where I'm going. You you're flowing with me. The numbers are right. The time is right. Um, the energy needs to be shift to another platform and to another, uh, to another platform. So, I'm listening. I'm going forward. I'm keeping my heart open, recognizing that home is always there, right? This is always going to be my first podcast. You guys will always be the first people. You like, you literally, you popped my cherry, man. You helped me break free of shyness, of sharing my true self, of recording myself, you know, so many things. You, my audience here have helped me overcome and I just love each one of you so personally and intimately for it. And I appreciate you and I promise to never stop with the message um, to never stop helping people align with the healing powers of plants families so you do the same. Don't forget what we learned here together and what we shared and how we grew and keep passing that message on you know people are hearing it it does make a difference. it does make a difference. I love you family. Happy Friday. I'll be back. I might come in and do next Monday um, I'm not sure yet. I might come in and do next Monday just so we can really go hard here, but I do have I think four interviews lined up, four conversations with friends lined up for the last four sh- episodes. I have a conversation coming up about unschooling. I have another musical friend, a super conscious friend that ha- we'll just have some great conversations about plant and create plants and creation and all that jazz. I have a midwife herbalist sister coming on who is just amazing and magical, and that's going to be a dope conversation. And I also have, oh, well, I'm also hoping for one more interview. <laughs> we'll see if it, if it comes through. Um, so anyways, lots of still good information to share to come up in the last month. And I'll talk to you soon, family. Peace. Have a beautiful weekend. I love y'all.